Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. The Chris Voss Show.com. Hey, we're coming here with another great podcast we want to share with you. Uh, kind of some timely, interesting news that is going on right now. Uh, you know, for a long time, uh, Twitter, Facebook have all been fraught with uh, divisiveness, uh, and there's been issues between them and Donald Trump. And uh, honestly, the way Donald Trump has, of course, uh, uh, behaved on Twitter has been, I mean, if any of us uh, created an ounce of what he did, uh, we'd be kicked off. Uh, some interesting developments are coming from the uh, uh, other ones that uh, we talked about earlier in the uh, prior show. Um, right now, we have uh, Facebook, <laughs> delete Facebook trending on Twitter. Uh Mark Zuckerberg has come out and called out Jack. Jack has made some responses. So let's get into what's going on with the big uh, Twitter Jack Zuck uh, Trump feud. Uh, technology, this is very interesting because uh, Trump right now is threatening to shut these platforms down if they don't uh, bend his will and let him do whatever he wants on them. So uh, this impacts the Christmas show and technology and what we talk about and what we do. And uh, me present a huge sort of showdown, if you will, of of wills. So there you have it. Uh, so let's talk about where uh, this all began. If you listen to the prior podcast, uh, there is a uh, a bad uh, conspiracy uh, thing that has been passed around. Twenty years old about Joe Scarborough, who runs Morning Joe of MSNBC. Uh, the um, allegations and, and stuff that Trump called out or made up or pushed in conspiracy theories uh, were very hurtful to the family. Kara Swisher wrote a great article uh, calling out for Jack and Twitter to do something uh, to either shut him down or regulate him in some way, shape, or form. Twitter, of course, over the past couple of years has been trying to come up with different ways to deal with his uh, deviceness and misinformation. Clearly, there's a lot of misinformation and lies going on. And, uh, you know, Jack always tries to run this uh, thing where they're not the arbiter of truth, but they're, they they try and just make sure everyone has all the facts, if you will, which is kind of a weird position to be in. Um, there's been a lot of discussion about these platforms, about how they were built for basically to generate engagement and getting people talking and uh, arguing or, or discussing issues back and forth. What it's really become now is it's become a Pandora's monster that's gotten out of the box and now it's just running rampant. Uh, and uh, it's created huge divisiveness, not only in our country and our politics around the world, uh, lots of anger and uh, issues. And it's been the platforms have been used for complete disinformation campaigns, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, truth is under fire and under um, attack more than ever. So if you listen to the podcast, I believe from yesterday, we talked about some of the details of this. Um, for the first time, Twitter put on Trump's tweets these uh, moments that take and link to uh, uh, the opposing or the reality details of what he was trying to say about mail-in ballots. Uh, today, he refused to uh, apologize, uh, he refused to even show any care for the 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 uh, widower who pled for uh, Jack to take down the tweets, the lies, the conspiracy lies, the misinformation about his um, uh, past uh, wife. 
And uh, he just showed uh, callous disregard. Mitt Romney came out and said, this is enough. Uh, I believe uh, Liz Cheney has come out and said, you know, stop it. This is It's time to end this uh, sort of thing of attacking this poor family and their memory. Uh, and so uh, what you have now is uh, uh, Trump calling out uh, what's going on with uh, – What's going on with this? So they put the notifications on Trump's um, tweets. There's two tweets he had that were misinformation about uh, mail-in voting. So they put a thing on him. So then Trump calls out and says that the conservative right wing are being, you know, stifled by uh, Jack and them. Uh, they're they're trying to steal the election from him. You know, all this. BS, if you will, uh, and, uh, you know, calling up the right wing to uh, taking and uh, protect him, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, then Jack comes out. It's very interesting. Jack comes out and he makes this statement uh, th across three tweets of his Twitter. He says, per our civil integrity policy, the tweets, and he provides a link to them, the tweets yesterday may mislead people into thinking they don't need to register to get a ballot. Only registered voters receive ballots. We're updating the link on Donald Trump's tweet to make this more clear. This does not make us an arbiter of truth. Our intention is to connect the dots on conflicting statements and show the information dispute so people can judge for themselves. More transparency from us is critical so folks can clearly see the why behind our actions. Fact check. There is someone ultimately accountable for our actions as a company, and that's me. Please leave our employees out of this. We'll contribute. We'll continue to point out incorrect or dispute information about elections globally, and we will admit to and own any mistakes we made. I thought that was a very brave statement from Jack. It was very, very forceful uh, coming out and uh, not taking body blows from uh, Trump. Trump, of course, responded that they're going to take some sort of executive action and attempt to shut down these these platforms. This is kind of interesting that we have. I mean, this is real authoritarian type of rule. We'll leave the politics for um, we'll leave the politics for uh, the resistance radio.com. You can go follow over there if you want to see that stuff. And you, of course, you can go to the CVPN or Chris Foss Podcast Network to follow on that podcast. Um, so this set up another thing. So then Mark Zuckerberg appears on Fox News, which was interesting. Uh, he clicked that platform to go on Fox News. As you know, Fox News has been under pressure from Trump to let more of the conservative groups rule over there. Uh, and uh, there's been a lot of problems with their groups, anti-Nazis, uh, deniers of Holocaust, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to get into some of that here in a bit. And uh, Facebook actually criticized Twitter and Jack uh, for fact-tweeting a tweet that Trump had said. Uh, and he, he uh, basically said, we have a different policy, I think, than Twitter on this. He basically said that they, uh, you know, I strongly believe that Facebook shouldn't be the arbiter of truth of everything that people say online. In general, private companies shouldn't be, especially these platform companies shouldn't be in a position of doing that. Which is really interesting <laughs> because Facebook does have a arbiter of truth panel. They they have a panel that is up that looks at tweets that assesses stuff. They're actually establishing a third party sort of panel that will oversee them and their decisions they make, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so they actually have this. I mean, they they're working that Snopes and a bunch of other uh, fact checking sites work with them in this setup to do them. So I was really surprised they did this. Uh, but like I say, uh, Zuckerberg has been on the rails for a while. 
He's got, of course, Peter Thiel, which is a huge, huge Trump supporter firing him up. And he's got, uh, you know, almost all the uh, GOP AGs across the nation. I believe everyone's in on it now. Uh, and I think this uh, uh, starts from the New York um, Attorney General uh, pushing for a monopoly uh, look into uh, the activities of Facebook, everything they own, et cetera, et cetera, and how they behave. So that's where we're at in this drama. Uh, the next shoe we're waiting for to drop is the, uh, rest, uh, I think on Thursday today, uh, this morning, it's very early. Uh, this, the morning we have, uh, we're waiting for the rest of the Zuckerberg interview to drop. Uh, and it, it's just kind of interesting. He's critical to Jack. I mean, if anything, they should stick together, but, um, we'll get into some more of Facebook's issues, et cetera, et cetera. And this is what I want to focus on. You heard me mention the prior, uh, podcast episode. So, um, so, uh, <laughs> so he's now, uh, you know, he's trying to, he's trying to flip it the other way, playing nice with Trump and everything else. And if you read and heard some of the things we talked about on the Chris Voss show, uh, there it is. Now, one of the things that of course, Mark Zuckerberg is trying to deflect from is the damning wall street journal article. And if you haven't got a chance, you need to check this out. It's entitled Facebook executive shut down efforts to make the site less divisive. Uh, this is from Jeff Horwich and Deepa Seath Arama men, uh, Hopefully I pronounced those correctly. The social media giant internally studied how it polarizes users, then largely shelved the research. Basically, I'll give you the overrun of the story. In 2016 or after 2016, people became aware that Facebook had been used to pretty much throw the election Donald Trump by Russian trolls and uh, failed apps that had given away millions and millions of people's data. And it had been used to micro-target with that stolen data uh, and uh, just basically was abused. Uh, and so a lot of people felt horrified that they may have flipped an election to Donald Trump. Um, and that was, of course, not the intent of the platform. That was not the intent of the people there. Uh, they're j they were just trying to, you know, have a social media website, make it some money. Um, and so they uh, conduct all these internal studies, consultants, et cetera, et cetera. They have people come in. Uh, they looked at their uh, platform's uh, uh, ability to aggravate polarization and tribal behavior and everything else. And more and more they talk about it. There were uh, different uh, meetings. There were different slide presentations that the Wall Street Journal had gotten a hold of. And uh, pretty much basically what happened is – um, Mark was initially concerned about sensationalism and polarization, but in the end, uh, his interest was fleeting. Zuckerberg and other senior officials, according to the article, largely shelved the basic research, according to previously on the report of internal documents and people familiar with the effort. And he weakened or block and blocked efforts to apply its conclusion to Facebook products. Uh, they felt that these were more paternalistic uh, sort of uh, issues and they were maybe being overreaching. Uh, keep in mind, here's the thing. Facebook doesn't make money by having a nice, calm platform where everyone gets along and goes, hi, how are you doing today? Because there's no real engagement in that. Uh, what it gets is when people are fighting, arguing, going back and forth, constantly logging in, constantly logging out, constantly making uh, tons of comments, you know, doing their social standings and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but Basically, they went through this whole thing, and um, 
They found that, uh, according to a Pew Research Center study, 60% of Americans think the country's biggest tech companies are helping further divide the country. Only 11 people believe they are uniting it, according to a Gallup Knight survey in March. So they went through the soul-searching period after 2016 and wondering if they messed up the world. And then finally they just went, well, fuck it. We don't care. Uh, we're a business. Um, you know, they had these Facebook groups that were swamped with conspiracies, racism, pro-Russian content, these groups that were Holocaust deniers and everything else. Uh, and Facebook wasn't willing to do any of it until they got called out in the media. Then they started shutting the groups down and regulating them. We've seen uh, the mass slaughter come from uh, like the incel groups of Facebook. We've seen um, the white nationalist killings uh, from Facebook groups uh, and everything else. Um, all these different places that they've given dark harbor to. We saw the uh, we saw the people who work for the um, for the uh, national. Um, uh, for, for, I forget the, um, it's the, it's the group of people who were, uh, take care of the immigrants when they, uh, cross in this country. Um, the NHS, the national health, uh, services, whoever it is, the immigration, uh, services, uh, basically they had an own private Facebook group where they're posting pictures of dead immigrants that had died in the Rio Grande river and stuff. And they were mocking them and, and talking about how, uh, and just basically racistly, saying awful things to them about uh about them just uh subhuman basic uh data if you will so uh they talk about a lot of this but basically how facebook just said fuck it we're here to make money and uh we don't care about this thing and uh that's it it's not our problem so um this is the this is the biggest thing where people can come onto these platforms. They can uh, generate hate. They can tap into people's darkest sort of efforts, and they can uh, they can basically you know end up screwing everyone over. And now uh, you know these uh, platforms are being used by Donald Trump and potentially other political foes coming up in the next election to throw this election, especially as they get more desperate. Where it appears. Trump might lose. Um, it's, and I'm just quoting polls here. So um, he definitely seems to be more interested. So next up in the volley is we're waiting to see what they're going to try and draw up in this executive order from Donald Trump. I don't know what it is, but he's threatened on his thing that he, he will shut down Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> I don't know that you can do that with an executive order. I mean, if you talk about constitution, privacy, uh, laws, corporation, law, uh, it's pretty amazing. I don't, I don't know. And even then any sort of executive order can still be fought in a court of law prevented from being enacted. But a lot of it is to rile up his base and to get people excited about it. I'm interested to know what you think. Go to twitter.com at Chris Voss and let me know. Say we heard it on the show, Chris, and uh, this is what we think. Uh, but it's definitely looks like it's going to be a showdown and someone's going to have to either back down or there's going to have to be a detente of some type, I suppose. Um, but uh, it would be crazy to see an executive order that says, you know, uh, Twitter has to let me do what I want. Um, and then maybe Jack responds by kicking him off Twitter or suspending his account for 30 days. Can you imagine what the fallout that would be? Oh, my God. You know, it was even funnier. Jim Jordan, one of the acolytes from the House uh, committee, 
posted today that you know his account is currently being uh, ghosted and and uh, blocked so that people can't see it on Twitter. And I don't I don't like him. I don't follow him. I respond. And I'm like, you're an idiot. I can see everything you're doing, and I I really don't want to. I really wish someone would ghost you off my feed. But no, I can see you, buddy. I can see you just fine. This whole victimization shit you're pulling is whatever. Anyway, if you want to uh, discuss the politics of it, you can go to the Resistance Radio. We try not to get too much into that uh, those weeds uh, on the Chris Foss Show. Uh, you can follow the Chris Foss Show at uh, thecvpn.com, thechrisvossshow.com, or chrisvosspodcastnetwork.com, or uh, you can go to YouTube com Chris Voss and see the videos of this. Anyway, I appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll be talking with about some tech news and some other guests that we have coming on for book authors, et cetera, et cetera. We've had some interesting people come on. We had the uh, gubernatorial candidate for the state of Utah. Um, we might have some other folks that are going to be running at high levels. Uh, I think these are interesting to us uh, just from an aspect of what they've learned, what they've done, and what they've achieved, which has always been what the Chris Voss show is about. Um, but we'll leave most of the politics over on the resistance radio. So you can go over to see that as well. Uh, so there you go. I'm interested to know what you think. Go to Twitter forward slash at Chris Voss and tell me how you think this, uh, standoff is gonna, is gonna, what's going to happen next. It's kind of crazy watching the things. Uh, I should also say that, that as of today, we passed, or today, last night, we passed the 100,000 mark of deaths of the COVID-19 coronavirus in America. Um, a very solemn, dark, sad moment for our country's history. Um, the it, It's hard to enumerate the loss of, of those people. Uh, this virus hit us and this is accumulation of just like three months, uh, which is, um, just, uh, horrifying thing to have to think about. And, and also in the futures, we're seeing cases rise as cities open. Anyway, my thoughts and uh, hearts go out to those who, uh, have been lost and the families that are grieving who, uh, who have survived that loss and, uh, and, uh, our hopes and best be with you. Be blessed. And uh, hopefully we can get through this time. And, and as we come through this, hopefully we can become better Americans together and unite in what is another dark moment in the history of uh, this country over 250 years or almost 250 years. Anyway, folks, be blessed. Wear your masks. Stay safe. Protect one another. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>